2016 is happening. Kind of Funny is going all out with Let's Plays and Reaction videos all week long. Subscribe now at youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames to not miss a thing. What's up, guys? I'm Tim Geddes. This is the coolest dudes in video games. Duo. <laughs> Whatever. Colin Moriarty and Greg Miller. Top welcome of the morning. to the first ever Microsoft E3 2016 press conference kind of funny games cast analysis. This is how you do E3. That was a great press conference. Oh, yeah. That was an yeah. awesome, awesome very, press very, conference. Very, 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 very good. And you know why? Because they showed gameplay. They had so games much. to play and for you to see that these are the games you want to play. My God, they had so many games and they had so many actual onstage demos, which so far, I don't even think we've seen any at the other press conferences. Actual people playing things yeah, on playing stage with the controller hands. Like yeah, gameplay yeah exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and this, they had a, a nice rhythm. The pace was just like rapid fire. Here's a game, here's a game, here's a game. Here's a trailer, here's a demo, here's a trailer, here's a demo. Awesome. It was one of those, it was, it, they did, you know, what, they were successful at what both Bethesda and UB, or, uh, EA missed and the fact that you didn't have time to sit there and reflect. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay, this game I'm not super into. It's not my kind of game. Oh, we're already out of it. We're moving on to something else. No big yep. deal. Even like, we're not, none of us are Forza fans, but watching you're like, oh, this game's really pretty. That's mm -hmm. cool. Oh, you're jumping and there's like a helicopter with a car on it. Neat. That's something. Oh, but now we're on something different. Yeah, going to talk about moving, what you were talking moving. about with the, the Adam Boys thing where it's like, as long as there's three things in there for yeah. you, this I think had even more than that. Yeah. This was like, all right, not everything is for everybody, but there's definitely a handful of things that make you go, oh, that's cool. Right. This didn't have the Bethesda Dishonored moment at the end for us all to be like, this feels like it's going on too long. What's happening? It didn't have the EA stuff of like, I don't give a flying fuck about esports. Mm -hmm. This was moving and had something for everybody for sure. Yeah, I think that. I think that this was a, an extremely strong, if not like almost perfect press conference mm -hmm. and, and, and really however you cut it. I think that they showed games. I mean, there were some notable exceptions. Notice Crackdown wasn't there, yeah. for instance, which I thought was really interesting. Very interesting. Um, but I think that ending with Scorpio and the way they handled that was super artful. Um, and actually, I wanted to shout out Patrick Klepek, our friend Patrick Klepek, who works at Kotaku, who had two really great tweets about Project Scorpio. He says, Project Scorpio puts Sony in an interesting position. Microsoft is putting their machine as a huge upgrade, a next step in consoles. And then he says, um, if I can find it here, where it is, where is it? Yeah, it says, Project Scorpio is meant to reset the chessboard. Microsoft is saying that Sony totally won PS4 slash Xbox One. They bet on TV media they were wrong. Mm -hmm. So this is them, I, I agree, kind of going back to what Sony's message was it's about the games, it's about the power of the machine. Sure. PS4 was more powerful than Xbox One. I really do believe that Sony... The imperative is on Sony to take back the PlayStation 4.5, not to say that they're not going to release it, but notice that that Andrew House came out, gave a random interview and said that the Neo is not going to be at E3 because I think they realized based on leaked specs of both machines that this machine is actually way, way more powerful than that they were going to release. And I wonder if they have to go back and be like, shit, now like we reset. Micro my I mean, I got to give it to Microsoft guys like they really like took the shotgun and just fucking blasted it right at yeah. Sony. No, so like, like. Great. And as uh, Ryan McCaffrey, our old friend, Ryan McCaffrey at IGN, who's covered Xbox for many, many years since the very beginning, um, he basically said, like, this is the Microsoft that we were that we were missing. This is the Microsoft on offense. Yep. And not he, trying to catch up, yep. not trying to spin their message. They're coming out and saying, this is who we are. This is what we are. Scorpio sounds like a new console. It's and beyond it's not generation in, stuff. Yeah. I think it's I, I, like they keep saying that rhetoric over and over and over. And I think that's a really good thing. Because sure. it's like it, that is everyone's been talking about the the phones and the phone upgrades and stuff. And this is them being like, this is how games are going to be from now on. Yeah, I, but, I, I feel like this is this is a massive 
this is an a, an important point, and I think again will be the most important point. I don't I don't know how Sony beats this at all. I know that we're going to be I'm, more excited about Sony's like Sony's games probably because we are PlayStation centric, sure. whatever. But in terms of a press conference, in terms of a big announcement, like I don't you know I don't know. Well, the question for me comes down to is that this is you know when 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 all the four point five stuff leaked and we talked about it on PS I love you XOXO the talk you know I I was talking about that you were saying like it's a middle finger to fans and it's this that and the other for me. I'm super cool on Project Scorpio because I own an Xbox One and I am very, I am very fucking acutely aware of how much I play my Xbox One. I'm going to buy a custom controller today because that's fucking awesome. I'm going to play the shit out of Dead Rising 4 and State of Decay, but it's still a system I'm only turning on to really play something like Quantum Break every six months. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or we're doing Skype calls on it. So awesome that they're doing this, but for me with Scorpio, Scorpio is, and this is obviously on two seconds after it's been announced. Scorpio is not something I pre-order on day one. It is not something I buy on day one because now Microsoft has to make it up. I used my 360 in a way that I was like, all right, cool. I've played this for years. I've gotten enough out of it. I understand what this system is. And I thought I was getting that again with Xbox one where it really was a flip where it was like, okay, cool. No PlayStation four is performing. Well, everything's amazing. Great. And there's not as many exclusives I need to be playing right now on Xbox one. So to get to now where we are with Scorpio, it'll be interesting. It's it's and that's, what's always been interesting with the 4.5 thing is that, with my PlayStation 4, the hundreds of hours I've gotten out of it, I'm totally like, oh, something cool, a new souped up PlayStation 4? Sure, why not? Whereas a souped up Xbox One, I'm like, man, I'll see how it performs. I'll see how it does. Does State of Decay run better on it? And, and obviously, we'll, but it'll be old news by then. But when we get there, we'll see. The interesting thing to me is that um, they really emphasize a big concern that a lot of people are going to have with these iterative consoles and what consoles can maybe become even modular in the future is... Uh, everything's cross uh, compatible as you said but this is inherently going to hold games back now this is still the half step that I think is going to be injurious to this to this and this is why I think it's this this approach might not end up working as well as everyone thinks it's going to work because you still have to cater to the lowest common denominator and I know they do this on PC but eventually um, PC games just become unplayable or people do not play them at low specs you have to kind of keep pushing and so to make so for a console to come out in 2013 and then a console to come out in 2017 and the games are just going to play across them is going to hold those games back unless developers are going to put in a lot of extra time to make the Scorpio version better like we were talking about with 4.5k in which case you have an issue there with the development pipeline as well. So this yeah. is way more complicated than it seems, but I do respect the, the shit out of the fact that Microsoft is basically saying like, you know, like and I think Patrick's right, like we lost and we lost bad. And so like we're going to take the initiative now mm-hmm. and and force Sony's hand. And as I said, that Andrew House interview um, with Financial Times, I think it was, is not, I don't think, a coincidence. I think he's like, we have to acknowledge the rumor of this console. And I would not be surprised if in Tokyo and in and San Mateo and, and in all their headquarters around the world, they're freaking out a little bit and maybe are already going back to the drawing board to be like, this thing is not where we need it to be. Not prime because time. we didn't they maybe did not anticipate um in this amazing game of chess they're playing with Microsoft that this was going to happen. So I think that this is only good for gamers and this war of escalation is insane. I, 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 uh, I think it's awesome. I don't Mm. think we've ever really seen anything quite like this before. Mm. Yeah, I definitely think it's an excellent, excellent conference. Let's start going down chronologically. What happened? They started off Xbox one S. So it was leaked already. We knew it was happening. Starting off big with it though, with the new controller, Little tiny upgrades and stuff doesn't seem like it's it's too different. A textured back. Yeah. Um, $300. It has, it's coming out in August. And uh, it has HDR functionality, which I think is really weird. Like, okay, so the that, blacks are blacker, the whites blacks are whiter. Are, like, the, the, the contrast levels, the black levels and white levels are, like, infinite, you know, what there, is what they're saying. But uh, that, I don't, that doesn't make sense. 
because in photography, it's when you combine the exposure of the pictures to like do that. When it comes to video games, it's like, aren't they already designed for that? But I guess it's just the monitor. Like, you need a, a TV monitor that allows you to do all this that's, stuff. So it's yeah. the same shit with all the 4K shit. So whatever. That's just marketing stuff. Um, and they also announced the custom controllers. $80 for just the custom colors. $90 for engraved. That's called the Xbox Design Lab. So that's exciting. still not up. I've been checking. I want to. I want to build a controller. By the way, an interesting wrinkle um, in the the new console, the Xbox One S, no Connect port. I was reading. Mm. I was reading about this. You apparently have to buy a USB dongle converter to use wow. Connect. So a complete abandonment. Yeah, with the new but console we Connect, which is not a huge. Surprise. I was going to say that's already happened, right? But uh, to Patrick's point, they are abandoning like their, the, the the series of tenants that they set down when they announced the machine to begin with. So I just thought people might find that interesting. Uh huh. Um, then they they announced the Xbox Play Anywhere. DRM free play so that you can you buy the game once and you can play it on your PC on your Xbox and eventually on your Xbox S or Xbox uh, Scorpio um, uh, by the way sorry to jump in here again not one game they talked about today was an Xbox one exclusive not one and this is a this is a huge move to them of what they were talking about at the end of like breaking down barriers and breaking down generations which I respect they are all in on Windows PC yeah Xbox uh, Play Anywhere and, is going to be a yeah, big initiative clearly yeah and uh, I just thought that, that was interesting I was keeping an eye out for it like will any of these games just say Xbox exclusive not one of them said Xbox exclusive do you and, think next year every single trailer is going to start off Xbox One and Xbox One S and Xbox One Scorpio <laughs> and Windows 10 exclusive these, these are the marketing issues that they're going to have to um, that they're going to have to deal with well, um, because I, I do believe that we've talked about this so many times, like, you know, ad nauseum on PS. I love you with the, the Neo. Like the, there is the bigger challenge is the marketing challenge with these particular games. I think once they, they hit the point, though, with with all of this of people understanding the ecosystem, then they'll have a name for the ecosystem. Xbox yeah. one. No, that's so, it. You, yeah. you just ran through everything. And with the exception of Project Scorpio, which isn't going to be its final name, that's going to be Xbox one something or other. And mm. I think that's the thing. You, it'll just be, yeah, Windows 10 and Xbox one exclusive. Game, and it'll say actual gameplay and it won't tell you what you're watching the gameplay on mm, mm. so this is the interesting kind of dichotomy between that's being drawn up between microsoft and sony again where microsoft really is taking a different path i think acknowledging as you said earlier they're taking the l and yeah and i think that sony's proprietary nature is well known and established and it's working fine for them but will it will they be able to continue this as well um because microsoft's throwing the, is playing a completely different game now uh with their approach with pc of just ubiquity um, and PlayStation looks at their their console as the platform, not the gaming studios that they have as their platform. And so it'll be interesting to see if Sony changes. I don't think you're going to see that change this year, even next year. But they might have to change. The imperative is now the the, the onus is totally on Sony now with with sure. how they approach everything now. Mm-hmm. Now that the the, the 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 cards are on the table. Yeah, I think this, the whole crossplay situation is really good. Now earlier I was talking in the predictions about how I hope that they have something like the backwards compatibility. Obviously, this is not as big of a deal as that, but I do like that there there was something that they had that kind of came out of left field of like, oh, they really are going all in on this. Right. And I think that it's a good thing for the gamers. You know, we always talk about I wish Nintendo would do this or PlayStation kind of does it as much as as possible but right it, it really it sounds like they're just doing it yeah it seems like the the so like from a marketing point of view even it seems like the xbox one slash pc thing is way easier to, to to market than next year they're gonna have the issue which i predicted that i thought that sony would have this year but the knock is the neo's not there being like we're showing gameplay and this is on this console and mm-hmm. then everyone's gonna be like well what does it look like on our old console and all yeah. these kinds of things there's a ma- i mean there's a major marketing issue with that particular approach but with this other thing i think it's pretty easy and, and cut and dry um that they just don't care about their console specifically mm-hmm. as much as they care about the game selling they're gonna make money regardless the, yeah. the, obviously their business that's the bottom line so then first game we saw gears four laura bailey came out on what stage. up laura I think friend looks, of the show i think it looks great of mm-hmm. course they did uh 
a nice little co-op on-stage demo of that. October 11th coming out. They also announced the Gears Elite controller. So I'm sure which was cool. I've I've wanted an elite controller for a while. I think it looks good, mm-hmm. but then they got these customized controllers, and I'm all in. <laughs> they need to customize the elite controller though. That's sure. Yeah. Well, we don't know. Maybe when it goes live, it will. I mm-hmm. doubt it, but maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then Killer Instinct season three had a really quick little little thing where uh, the dude came out. They another Xbox play game, and they uh, announced General Ram from Gears. So that was a little nice crossover from uh, the Gears section, and you can play it for free this week. So that's cool. Forza Horizon three. Saw a little gameplay demo across all the different platforms, which I thought was cool. Sure. They, they had it on the, the PC, the Xbox One S, and the Xbox One. And, the, and I think it was a great example of what I'm always talking about for you PC player dorks. Everybody else is standing up, having a good time, playing their controller, and one guy's just... I like driving my car. Because <laughs> you drive your car standing up. Uh, hey, you know what? You can Games, when you play on a controller, you can go anywhere. It's just like the PlayStation Vita. September 27th for Forza Horizon 3. Then... We got a really fun little trailer for Recore coming September. Yeah, that 13th. game didn't look the way I thought it was gonna look. Yeah, yeah. Recore. I mean, frankly, Recore looks budget as hell. But the but I think that the game, the, like compared to a lot of the other AAA games, but I think the game looks fun, mm-hmm. and that's a big uh, that's a big step in the in the right direction for me. I, I was getting a lot of Mega Man X vibes with yeah. the but like in a three D world where there's there's a lot of platforming going on and the kind of jump with the dash. Yeah, like I'll be, dash. I'm interested to see what Inafune's actual involvement with the game is. Um, it's being made in Texas. I think he mo-capped it. Uh, but uh, yeah, Recore looks cool, and it's soon. The, the release date rumors were real. Does it look cool? I think so. Okay. I just think I just think that it, I mean it's stylish. It looks it looks like a fun game. It just doesn't. It look. I think I think compared to a lot of their other AAA games, it just looks budget. Oh no, I agree with that. And I just thought the gameplay didn't look super engaging, um, especially when they open it up and she's running backwards, just shooting and stuff. It was like. This looks like Earth Defense Force in terms, mm-hmm. like, not in terms of like you know crashing and everything else, but just in the gameplay. I thought it looked like a fun like seven point five game, where it's sure. just like it'll be a short little thing that you do. But I, I thought the trailer, like with the music and kind of the colors and the vibe and stuff, we gave it a, a nice like feel of like this game's fun. That's what it is. Yeah. Um. Then Final Fantasy fifteen had a tr- gameplay demo that was simultaneously extremely epic and really boring. <laughs> the scale. Epic. Yeah. The action, boring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it the, did, I mean, I t- you know, during the thing, Collins is like, I think his controller's not working. I'm like, I just think that's how this is, that you dodge through this fucking hand until mm-hmm. you get the guys there to fight them all. And I'm like, not what I would have picked in terms yeah. of like, let's show you something awesome. Yeah, it's, you know, from playing the uh, the Platinum demo that just came out, it's like I, I had an issue with the, the dodge mechanic and yeah. all that stuff because it did feel like you're just kind of hitting the button as you're dodging through all this shit. So I'm... I hope that the game's good. That's my thing. It's just like there's there's still enough there that I'm really excited for it. And um, but it's you know the more of this I see, the more I'm like, ah. Yeah, I, I think that uh, that was the weakest part of the 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 uh, entire de- or the entire conference. Oh, I disagree. Um, and, thieves. And I think that Final Fantasy mm. 15 just doesn't look as good as everyone's saying it looks. It looks a little ridiculous. I got to be honest. But we'll see. We'll see. Like everything about it just rubs me the wrong way. So I, wait, wait, it looks ridiculous. What? Because of the, like the action and the, the scale, the, and the scale, thing? and like the 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 ridiculous characters you're playing as, and this fucking car they're driving around in, and all this See, like, oh all, my that's God. all the stuff that I'm, I like about it. I yeah, like that's the, the thing. I think it's, you just it. don't like that, and that's fine. <laughs> I don't want to play. Well, I don't want to play as like a boy band driving in a car. Yeah, and that's I'm not, Final Fantasy. I didn't, you know, I didn't know that. So, well, it'll be interesting to see how it goes. I'm I'm keeping my fingers crossed that it's good. Yeah, me too. Uh, but yeah, the demo was was pretty was pretty bad overall um and definitely a sore spot of the conference but i do appreciate them being there and i do appreciate i thought it was over quick enough to to move on from but i think again yeah we didn't have super amount of time final fantasy 15 being at a microsoft conference is definitely a statement 
and uh, I'm shocked because I would have sworn they would have come out at the, the PlayStation one. Right. Still can. Final Fantasy VII demo, please. Um, then we got the Division Underground expansion. I missed the date on that. July something. I don't even have it down there. For what? Yeah. Wait, what was Division what? expansion? Did they oh, have? no, I missed that as well. Those already. Those, I know, but I didn't write the date. Mm. The uh, that le- I thought that leaked, though. Via, it did. Uh, it uh, did. Amazon Germany a while ago. Mm. And then Battlefield 1 showed the same trailer that they've shown it like super awkward now. right yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think so, it looks awesome though that's kind of weird yeah, yeah no it's i think the game looks awesome i just why are we seeing this trailer for like the third time this week june june 28th yeah. everyone's saying for the division underground yeah expansion. so that is the date that leaked okay then they had a nice little section about xbox live updates and while none of it was necessarily groundbreaking they announced that you can do background music so you can listen to like pandora and spotify and that type of stuff uh while you're playing your games uh cortana's coming to, to xbox live there's clubs on xbox live so you can like gather people for stuff but the most interesting thing was looking for group so it's kind of like a craigslist thing you post a message out there saying hey i'm looking to play this game i need this type of teammate or i'm just trying to do this i don't want chat i do want chat whatever that's awesome yeah very very cool it'll be interesting to see how it works how well it works but i imagine yeah if you're looking for people to jump in do the exact thing they're telling you to sounds like it might be but i'm sure people be trolling because people be trolling that's how things work um then arena on xbox live so it's like a tournament thing i feel like xbox has tried this before back in the day mm. um but i like that they, they keep trying because obviously there's a, a demand out there's there something for there, competitive yeah. play so that's pretty cool and then there's a whole section on minecraft that whoa whoa, whoa you jumped over clubs on xbox live no i said that clubs and communities and i want to hate them because i know the playstation ones don't work out well but i imagine xbox will actually have some kind of system that makes them worthwhile mm, mm. then minecraft yeah so the minecraft section i was a little bit confused like i kind of tuned out there and i'm not familiar with minecraft so i'm not the exactly friendly sure update what was going on. it was the friendly update what, tim play cross realms cross what's, platform what's realms is the thing you can all jump into right now i think they were saying that the cross platform play on everything thing is coming still whereas the realms are out right now where you can go to one spot i think and work gotcha okay, i can't cool. invite you to a windows surface game from your xbox but i will one day but we can all meet in a realm correct me if i'm wrong chat i believe that's what i got yeah out of it. it was just kind of weird for me not knowing the minecraft ecosystem at all where it's just like all right here's minecraft there's a friendly update there's really happy people on stage they did minecraft s- realms is a thing here's some vr stuff it was that the realms are out now or whatever and that the friendly update they did say would be coming to xbox and other consoles down mm-hmm. eventually or whatever yeah. so i was interesting for you know playstation still being supported this section really stood out to me because it was the only part that felt like it was from like a 2008 E3 press conference where it, it just didn't do anything for me. And I don't really understand who it's doing anything for. And like the, the what, people the, presenting the it. Yeah. The people presenting it were just like, like overly happy and overly like it just felt oh, so it's fake. Minecraft. It's, it's the friendly update. Yeah, I know. But like there's there's right ways to show things in wrong ways. I, I don't think that was on the, the right side. Um, inside the new game from the creators of Limbo coming June 29th. Limbo's awesome and now free on Xbox One. Real so quick, sorry to clarify. Flip that. Friendly update is out now. Minecraft Realms will be out next year. And that's the one that's on all other consoles. Hmm. Then the Xbox ID stuff. We saw Cuphead. No release date. The fuck? <sighs> Getting kind of sick of your shit, Cuphead. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, they didn't, they, didn't, they didn't spotlight this game at all. Um... Like I said, when we did it, and you guys can find it on YouTube.com slash kind of funny games, you might already be there depending on when you're watching this. Uh, like I said about Cuphead when we did our little video about when they, they showed like the platforming sections, that game seems a little half baked suddenly. Um, 
it just the 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 aesthetic is amazing the idea is amazing but when you watch that platforming that new platforming sequence specifically i'm like this is just like not designed well this doesn't look like there's any rhyme or reason to where the enemies are placed and the platforms are placed and all that kind yeah. of stuff and maybe it's entirely possible that the game needs more time or microsoft's lukewarm on it now or any other kind of thing or they just didn't want to show it again yeah anything's possible <laughs> very very interesting i'm still very excited for cuphead the boss fights look amazing but yeah the platforming is very underwhelming so far based on a one minute thing that could have been one of the first levels so we'll see but i'm i'm a little shocked there's not a, a release date for it but maybe we'll get one this week from their twitter or something you know um because we didn't get a release date for any of the games that they showed in that little section mm-hmm. um they showed outlast 2 uh, Slime Rancher, Shadow Tactics, Figments, The Culling, uh, For the King, Beacon, Stardew Valley coming to consoles. That's awesome. Below. We've known that that was coming to consoles. Sure, so. but it's nice to finally see it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bloodstained, Ukulele. I'm happy Ukulele got a little, a little moment there. Um, then they had a section about Ark Survival Evolved. Then they showed a, a fairly lengthy for, for the ID stuff um, gameplay section of We Happy Few. Which looks amazing. Yeah, that's the game looks I played really, at PAX, really and out of context, it was like, this seems like it's got something cool, but that setup of it, you're like, oh shit, this looks awesome. Yeah, it's really creepy, and I, I like the, I feel like it sold me the more it went on. It looks like a, a budget Bioshock, and I think that's a good thing. Like, I think that it's just like, it's a smaller experience, but it's like giving you the, the, the atmosphere and the idea of Bioshock, which yeah. is very exciting to me. Um, so yeah, that looks cool. Yeah, that I definitely one really of the highlights good. of the, the conference, I think. And it seems like it's going to be an Xbox One um, console exclusive, at least for now. The game was kickstarted, um, but I did a little research when it was on, and it has not been announced for anything other than Xbox One in the mm. console space. Mm. Um, then Gwent came, came out. That was announced. Hooray! Looks great. I Beta love Gwent. in September. Gwent was awesome in Multiplayer. Uh, okay, for... W- w- yeah, for, for We Happy Few, they listed as first on Xbox when they came out and said July 26th for early access. Mm. Then... There was a moment where I freaked the fuck out because I thought they were bringing back Tekken Craft Street Fighter, but nope, it's just Tekken 7 with Akuma in it. 2017, um, you can if you pre-order it, you get a free Tekken Tag Tournament 2. Um, so Tekken people, I'm sure you're excited about that. Dead Rising 4, holiday 2016. Now, Colin, what's Woo! interesting about this? I mean, it's, it's not exclusive. Uh, they, you know, so people are a little confused about this. Microsoft is is very clear when a game is exclusive to their platform if you didn't notice today um and they did not say that this was exclusive they said coming to pc and xbox one they didn't even say coming first to pc and xbox one so uh my assumption is that this will probably come first to pc and xbox one and then the ps4 later um people are saying it's possible that maybe it'll be on steam as well i just think it's possible that capcom wants to make their money back um and put it on a console that has a way bigger uh, install base so uh i'm looking and um not seeing any sort of confirmation yet. I'm just looking at NeoGAF's thread. We only know those platforms right now, but they again were very. They were very, the language means something that they use at these shows, and they they clearly said that it was not an exclusive. So mm-hmm. unless it was a mistake, then Scalebound. We got a gameplay demo of that. It looked like more Scalebound demo stuff. Where I'm like, all right, yeah, that game just doesn't. That this. game doesn't do it for me. The game's fidelity is way better. It's running way better than the last time we saw it. Obviously, um, it's very Monster Hunter-ish. I mean, like a high quality Monster Hunter. Yeah. Um, not for me, but I, I, I mean, that's one of those games that's just not. I, I feel like it's gonna come out with a huge thud. I don't think mm-hmm. anyone's gonna really care about it. It's really interesting that uh, so looking at Gears Four <laughs> compared <laughs> to Scalebound, like very different games, but they're both action games, right? And they're both written like action games, the equivalent of action movies. Um, but seeing the difference between the American and Japanese side is, is so interesting to me. Where Gears of War, it had the writing is very on the nose. Here's a bunch of you know one-liners and stuff. But at least it felt right. It feels like a, an action movie. This guy in Scalebound just talks too much, and it just it's so off the mark. You know, it's like he's saying all the action stuff, but it's like 
I don't know. It, it was it was cringy in a way. The Gears it, of War is more like you're in with the cringe. Sure. Yeah. This I Gears of War embraces it where this felt like something out of time. Yeah. And this guy's just of talking and talking and talking and talking. I'm like, man, stop. Put yeah. Scalebound did on. not do anything for me when I was looking at it. The uh, game just doesn't have that. I mean, the game. I think the game had more buzz because of who was making it and the fact that it was unusual that they were making an Xbox exclusive sure, rather sure. than the game itself. Platinum's. I really am convinced Platinum's falling off a cliff. But like we'll we'll see how we'll see how that all works out. And it makes you sad because I like a lot of the early games. In an unscientific poll I put up, fifty nine percent of seventeen hundred people say they're not into scale pound. Mm -hmm. People in the chat are correcting me. Tekken Tag Tournament is a games for gold, so it's free for everybody. It's not for pre orders. Um, then they came out with Sea of Thieves. They showed a trailer, which looked good. The trailer, I was like, oh, that really? looks interesting. I was like, oh, was, they were saying the right things. I was like, I don't know yeah. much about what this game is or how it plays out. Interesting. Oh man, and then then they showed the. Uh, like let's play gameplay and i was like thing. no no man no, no. I, I think that that was the worst trailer of e3 so far out of all of them, them the them actually playing the game yeah it was it was awkward because they were trying to do let's plays like people on youtube do let's plays like us but i mean more like the people who do characters and then it was just awkward because like i said in the thing it strikes me it strikes that evolve chord of when am i going to have a crew together to do all like well, i don't want to be like shouting out all right raise the sail pull up the anchor i'll come down and help you a man the cannons i'll drive and you do this i'm like mm, that's not for me now granted that's for some people there's plenty of super cooperative games that work out but mm -hmm. there's also plenty of cooperative games that do not work out in that way yeah but you know different than evolve though evolve feels like there's a goal this just looks like hey cooperate <laughs> to go with your friends on a boat like without doing anything i'm yeah. sure there's actually going to be something in the game but like they didn't show that here so it was just kind of like all right the game looks the interesting I but i think it it, it just it, it it uh reestablishes the what are you doing with rare question mm, why mm, are you making mm. why is rare making this game do you not understand what you have or had i guess with rare since rare is a shell of its former self anyway that's the weirdest thing for me with that particular game, but I think it looks cool. And I liked the trailer just in the sense that it kind of tries to capture the zeitgeist of the Let's Play and, and all the things that people are used to. I don't know if it works or not, mm -hmm. you know, because I agree with you. I don't understand why anyone will watch a Let's Play at all. But yeah, um, and that comes from as someone who we, we make them. So just being mm -hmm. honest with you. Yep. And then Greg. Yep. State of Decay 2 2017. I can't fucking wait. I'm so stoked. I really I predicted that last year that they were going to reveal this game. I'm happy they finally revealed it here. I didn't expect it like we were talking about going into it with them already doing Dead Rising. How many zombie games can you have? But it's awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, President of the studio has the thing up on Undead Labs right here. Uh, talking about all the feedback they got right. That people wanted a bigger, better, bolder, smoother State of Decay that you could play with your friends. And that's exactly what we're making. State of Decay 2 builds upon the unique blend of open world exploration, third person action, and survival dash fantasy role playing. We pioneered in the original State of Decay and then adds drop in cooperative multiplayer. The world of State of Decay 2 is larger, more dangerous, and more unpredictable than ever. So if you choose, you can put your survival plan to the test with up to three other players. Fucking all in. Can't wait. <laughs> God damn it. Then they seemingly ended the show with Halo Wars 2 coming February 21st, 2017. Week-long beta available right now. That's exciting. Till the 20th, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and then he, he came back out, Phil Spencer, gave a little hype speech. And I was like, man, this is so disappointing that they're going to end the show right here without like a one more thing moment. And then motherfuckers came out with a one more thing moment. Project Scorpio, holiday 2017, six teraflops, highest quality pixels anybody has ever seen. That's You've never seen quote. pixels like this before, ladies and gentlemen. Most powerful console ever built, high fidelity VR, 4K, all accessories and games compatible across the board for the whole Xbox family. Man, nailed it. Hit it out of the fucking park. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it was uh, really well done, as we said at the top. Um, one note about Halo Wars 2, by the way, is that uh, I was reading uh, there also re, uh, there will be a definitive edition of 
Halo Wars 1. Oh, nice. Coming to Xbox One as well, and PC. Um, yeah, this was a, a well-done thing. Balls in Sony's court. Don't think Sony's going to beat this conference. I don't think they have a prayer of beating this conference. If they do, then Sony's conference is going to be most impressive. I think we're going to get great games. Out of, I think we're going to get great games out of Sony's press conference. But this is how you do a press conference. This yeah. is a, this is an an, an archetype uh, of how you of how of press conference should be structured and how it should move and how it should be quick. Um, and you show lots of things and you get people really excited. I think mm-hmm. th- th- it was reasonable the the window in which they were showing things. Nothing past 2017 it looks like, um, with the exception of let's see maybe yeah nothing. I don't think anything on here. Actually. Yeah, no, they, they nailed so it. So I, I think that that's really smart. Yes. Yeah. It's easy to look at and be like, oh, what wasn't there? Okay, Crackdown wasn't there. We're talking about Resident Evil 7. That's not there. So we'll be at Sony. Who knows? Right. But uh, man, they definitely, they came out. The pace was perfect. And even with a, a couple a couple lulls, you need the lulls to make the highs high. So I'm, I'm, I think this is a excellent conference. One yeah. of the best ones Microsoft's had in a long, long time. And I think that the Scorpio stuff will start to kind of drag through the, the we're going to get more developers going on the record or at least talking anonymously about what they think about these new consoles. They obviously got a lot of people talking on the record very much so in their video. Uh, it's funny because Gamma Sutra just posted a piece that people have been tweeting at me today about uh, developers that mostly are having problems and issue or they have a problem or an issue with scaling their games to Neo. Um, or like the idea, this very idea of an iterative console is, is frustrating for a lot of developers. And I know that too from our own, you know, from uh, folks that we've talked to. But other people also say to us on the record and off the record that they're happy with it and they think it's good. So I think this is going to cause a lot of uh, confusion and people are going to kind of, the dust is going to kind of settle. I still think these iterative consoles are a mistake. But um, I also think um, that uh, if you're going to do this, the way Microsoft is doing it is way bolder because the console is more powerful. They're talking about it very clearly. This is this doesn't seem so much like a half step to me, um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Scorpio, even though it will be backwards compatible with the old games, has its its uh, a new name and kind of a new direction as well, as opposed to the PlayStation 4.5, which we don't know much about, but Sony has officially talked about and admitted that it exists. Um, this seems to be more of a half step that can be frustrating to developers and gamers alike. So I'm going to be interested to see how this kind of grows. I bet they they still I think they stick with the naming convention Xbox One or something to that effect because they, if they're trying to drive home that it's still an ecosystem and everything works together, that's an easy message. Like we we're saying, what you'd put in a next year's E3 press conference that Xbox One and Windows exclusive instead of Xbox One or you could, you could even say Xbox Universe, Xbox Ecosystem, whatever you want to call it, something sexier than that. Xbox, Just Xbox, yeah. yeah, Xbox Windows exclusive. Mm-hmm. Man. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Games cast for Microsoft's E3 2016 press conference. Join us later for Ubisoft's conference over here at twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames. And check out youtube.com slash kindoffunnygames for a whole bunch of trailer reactions that we're going to post in the coming hours. See you soon. E3 2016 is happening. Kind of Funny is going all out with Let's Plays and Reaction videos all week. 